Hey everybody and welcome to episode 55 of the Sunfire Tavern. It's our podcast for gamers and geeks where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV. With me, Ollie, and my co-host Clark, discussing the hot topics of the week. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. You can listen to us on, uh, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And you can email us our questions, email us questions at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Oh, God, managed to get through the intro. Hey, Clark, how are you doing? Well done. You managed to read three lines. Oh, God, it's uh, <laughs> honestly, it's uh, it's an achievement. Uh, best thing I've done in 2022 so far. You know, um, took a lot to get here, but um, yeah. It worked hard. It yeah, it worked, worked, re- worked really hard, man. Well, I mean, we're in February already. Oh, I know, God. where the hell is time going? Ah! <laughs> Yeah, I it, know it feels like February just evaporated. Um, but no, I've had a, a, a fun couple of weeks like getting into my new job and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I found out my mum had her purse pinched out of a handbag in a shopping uh, thing on Saturday. So that's so I'm feeling like John Wick right now. Like I want to go out there and get vengeance. Oh, God. So if I find out whoever took that purse, like I'm going to kill them. Wow. So if you're listening, purse pincher, I'm coming for you. So that's been fun. I learned that today. Yeah. Um, wow. That's me just being a rage beast. Um, but, I've got a load, load of other bits and pieces going on, um, but mainly like work stuff is just ramping up super quick. Yeah, and same. The only the only thing I've really been playing has either been Overwatch, Terraria. There's a weird one. Oh, actually, uh, that's a good point. I do. <laughs> I play that as well. But you know what? Before we jump we into go. what we've been talking and playing about, uh, sorry, Let's what we've been playing, yeah, and 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 uh, yeah. Well, you do the agenda because yeah. You, Sorry, I'm the host this week. My God. You are the host. The I am. I, I won't lie. I am transitioning from like work mode into like podcast mode. So, but um, okay. So what we've got on the agenda this week, we've got obviously what we've been watching and playing. Uh, we've got to talk about Pokemon Arceus, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, or is it Arceus or Arceus? It is absolutely Arceus. All right, the, Arceus. Uh, Nintendo okay. officially confirmed it's Arceus. They don't All like right. people saying Arceus. Oh uh, yeah, I, it, I mean in the UK it's Ars. Yeah, understandably. Like but yeah, That's so Arceus. What the reason they gave was as well. Wow, really? <laughs> mm, yep, yep. So Pokemon Legends Arceus is Arceus. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry. If you're in the, from the UK, it's uh, actually Arceus. So uh, Pokemon. No, Legends... if you're from America, it's yeah. Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> from the UK, it's Arceus because we you know we pronounce words correctly. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we've got um, Sony's like sort of backlash, but, uh, you know, from uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. So we've got to talk about Sony buying Bungie. Uh, we've got a Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow, which I didn't know about, mm-hmm. which will be interesting. Uh, we've got Platinum moving towards uh, live service titles, and we've got Bowser is apparently going to see five years in jail. You know, it's about time. You know, kidnapping is they finally got him. It's not. It's not on. You know, it's really not on. And uh, mm. you know, terrorizing the public. You know, five years. Oof, it's 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 about time. But it's I'm sure time. this this is in relation to one of the uh, Nintendo hackers, right? Or like no, no, it's the big dinosaur. Uh, oh, no, no, it's the Nintendo hacker. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a strange oh. mood tonight. You're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> it's okay. Then we've got the uh, Always Sunny podcast is a topic here that Clark's added. Um, mm-hmm. And then we've just got a list of games here. So we've These got are things that are happening soon. Yes. So we've got Horizon Zero Dawn, Sifu, which is my plan tonight because I just bought the game. Um, GTA Six, I believe it is, is the new GTA, right? The no, actually, no. Neither of that is wrong. We could, we in fact, hang on. What? GTA Six is correct. Yes. GTA um, Six. Horizon. GT Seven is what I meant. But oh, Turismo sorry. GTA Six and GT Gran Turismo Seven. We've got uh, Lost Ark. Yeah, this is that. That's that new MMO, right? That just came out recently. No, it's how you greet uh, Iron Man. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck yes, sake. it's that Korean MMO. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry, Action yeah. So RPG we've got uh, Lost Ark, and uh, then we've got Tiny Tina's Wonderland on the list. Um, so I guess Clark, kick us off. Uh, so what have you been watching and what we've been playing? Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus and the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett, not the Mandalorian, but potentially is the Mandalorian sort of TV show. Um, and Terraria, which is really odd. Like, so, yeah. um, you know, we've, we've talked before and I think we've actually had them on the podcast uh, on the podcast. Uh, my little Sea of Thieves gang. Mm. We always look for little games that we can play where we want to play games together. And yeah. They recently, they tried out Rust and didn't really connect with it. Um, I don't like it because I've not really enjoyed Rust. And then we were sort of looking through Game Pass and Steam libraries and stuff, and I was like, 
you know, I I heard good things about Terraria, and and one of us, so Bjorn, um, really likes like the crafting and staying at home element to like build the house up, and I like the exploring and gathering all the bits and pieces, and Ollie just likes you know being Ollie. Yeah. Um, so we realized Terraria probably was a perfect like merriment of those games because it, it's like Stardew Valley on drugs, like mm. you know, similar sort of graphical style and the same sort of setup, but obviously a lot more Minecrafty. Yeah. Um, we've been playing that and absolutely loving it. Like it's really good. And I'm guessing you've played Terraria as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I played through Terraria. I played some Terraria recently with a friend who'd not really played it before. But um, we were looking. Yeah, same similar thing as you. We were just looking for a casual thing to play, mm. uh, co-op thing. And um, yeah, we just played a little bit of Terraria. I feel like I always get to the same point in Terraria though, and I always stop playing. And I've only seen like a quarter of that game since like release because well, like. So much- yeah, like, I always get... To, okay, how far through Terraria have you gone before? Oh, we've literally just scratched the surface. Like, we've built our second house. Um, we've dug down to, uh, like, stuff that I can't mine at the moment. So, like, my mining pick doesn't work on this, like, crystal-looking stuff. Okay, uh, so, we... so, sorry, did, have you finished Wall of Flesh? Sorry, I just missed that. No, 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 we haven't yet. Okay, okay. I, I, know, I know what Wall of Flesh is, because I looked it up, but we haven't got anywhere near that yet. Like, we're actually, tonight, we're going to go and hunt for our first boss. Right, okay, um, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, because, like, that's roughly around where we are as well. I think we, we yeah, we, we're very early on as well, where we got to. But mm. with that game, have, have you played Terraria before? Is this your first, first no, time? No, I've never played it before. I okay. played Starbound was the one that I played I, a lot of. I won't ruin it then, but there is a, basically there's a point where the game changes quite drastically, and... I haven't played much into that point because normally when I play with my friends, they normally go, fuck this, this is too much for us. <laughs> right, okay. Stop. So it's going to get but, difficult then. However, I think you should, if you do get to that point, it is, that is where all the cool shit is from what I've seen. Like, okay. that is, so I would say stick with it. But I feel like, okay, if I'm, you played Valheim, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like it's very similar to Valheim with like, most people I know who have played who have played Valheim get to like you know you fight the tree boss the second boss mm-hmm. yeah and then most people I feel like stop there like they kill the boss and they go like oh shit and then like the swamp area is like too difficult I know you said you went f- past the swamp right no we went through the swamp and I didn't like it but we went through it quite quickly yeah because we just wanted to get past that bit because like the poison and all that stuff was really yeah it, yeah it was a lot right yeah because Valheim is not one of those games where it's like on my list of like when they add more DLC I want to go through and like I want to like sit down and actually play it because like I feel like all of these games like Terraria Valheim they always have the same thing where it's like there's a point where it's like if you get past that point it gets really good but I never get past that point so it's like God damn it! But yeah, sorry. So is so have you seen, been playing or watching anything else? Uh, no, not really. So I mean, we'll get to it after you've done your bit. But uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus has been like pretty much my evenings mm. for the last two weeks. That and you know buying a house. So because <laughs> <laughs> we're back at that again. Apparently, we've gone around that circle again. Of course, of course. Um, but no, I got my offer accepted on a, a new place, uh, and it's actually the place I've been chasing for nearly a year now. Uh, I yeah. finally got them to accept an offer, and um, contracts have all been processed now, and we're just going through the last few bits. Um, but I'm very, very excited to get moved nice. because I'm not happy where I am at the moment, so that's going to be lovely. Uh, what have you been playing or watching, Ollie? So, um, I've actually been p- watching a lot of anime recently. I had like, a massive anime resurgence because I realized that Funimation is on PlayStation. And like I watched a few, like some anime YouTubers I've been i follow uh posted like some like their like 2021 wrap-up videos so like there's like a bunch of recommendations of animes to watch uh so basically catching up with some two currently airing ones which is attack on titan and uh, demon slayer but i also started watching this one called mishoku tensei which is like there's this big trend in anime i don't know if you've heard of it like isekai which is to do with like someone dies so someone from like the real from like modern world dies and then gets sent to another world like a fantasy world so like they're like kind of like um you know uh your modern day person but you're you know it's it's basically the average person's like you know, average like nerds like fantasy right of being like they've been awoken in a new world like a fantasy yeah, yeah. world and they've got all the you know like going to world of warcraft in real life kind of thing right mm. you know like they're waking up in a new world but this one is kind of like i think it was one of the really early ones but also quite popular so um 
sorry, uh, popularized a lot of like interesting trends and did them in like a very mature way. So like, you know, the main character of this one is like, you know, kind of a neat, he's like a, I mean, they normally are, but it's like, he's like pretty bad in terms of like his social anxieties and these other things, but he gets woken up in this other world, but as a baby, like he's born as a baby. So you have to see him like grow up and go through life. But I mean, there is like, obviously they address the whole weird thing of like, hey, this is a 34 year old man inside a, you know, five year old's body or something, right? You know, as he's growing up and he's learning about magic and stuff like that. And obviously people are like, you're very mature for your age kind of thing. But I think it addresses the pro like addresses a lot of like mature topics and like, uh, address like does things in a really, has so far done things in a really interesting way. Also, the art is f amazing. So, like, um, yeah. And, you know, there is a, a bit of weird, like, stereotypical anime, booby time, sexy things. But it does also address them in a way that's, like, interesting because it's, like, obviously the character used to be, like, a bit of, like, a, you know, like, viewed women in a bad way in his previous life. But obviously is, like, learning from his mistakes and is trying to, like, overcome that, right? And I think it's one of the only anime that does that as well, which I think is really good. So, um, yeah. So, so far, that's been really cool to watch uh, in terms of games. As I said, uh, I'm playing Sifu uh, later tonight. That's my plan. And, um, oh, I played Terraria. Uh, played some more Spelunky 2 with a friend. Um, we were just, like, chilling playing it uh that game is just a lot of fun man spelunky 2 yeah is i played a little bit too it's on it's on the game pass and i played a chunk of it yeah it's, it's just like nice like thoughtless gameplay it's just really funny like, that's, yeah. that, that's the thing like when when things go wrong they go really wrong but it's just like hilarious when that happens it's just uh i love that game so much but um and I'm still slowly going through Nosia. Oh, I started playing Celeste again because I was like, you know what? I really enjoy this game. So I was like, I'll just play it again on my Switch. So um, I always get to the hotel and then I can't play it anymore because it gets too difficult. It, <laughs> the hotel bit is it is annoying because it's like that's when it starts introducing like the moving elements, you know, like mm. the the and that to me is the most frustrating thing in platformers. Like I actually find the hotel section harder than some of the things that happen later on in the game. Because of well, it's the... because it's new to you. Yeah, it's because of the moving stuff, right? Like because because things are moving, so there's like an element of like you need to time, you have to plan ahead of time rather than just like oh I need to execute this like combo of moves, right? It's like oh I need to actually like time something, which is I find really difficult. But I think getting through that is, is yeah. So I've been playing that, um, which is I love Celeste. It's like probably one of my favorite games of all time. So yeah, it's been great. Um... What else? Oh, uh, I still I'm still addicted to TFT. Uh, I'm plat one. No, I demoted. I'm plat two now. But I'm gonna reach diamond. Okay. I promise. I'm gonna reach diamond. Oh, I've been playing Overwatch, and um, uh, my ratings are going up, up and up and up and up and up. Oh, Yay. still going up. Hell yeah. Still going up. We're going up. We're approaching platinum. We're getting there. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. It just fell out of my brain. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, that's. I mean, good shit. Good shit, yeah. you know, going up. Hmm. But yeah, so I guess we can uh, move on to our first topic, based off of what you were talking about, uh, what you've been playing. So Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, you played it as well, yeah? Uh, I have watched people play it, so I've been watching some gameplay, and last time I was in the office, there was a person who was playing it on the Switch uh, in, in the office and watching them play. And yeah, the game seems like a really good change. And I've only and there was a period of time when Arceus came out where I was like, I'm not really hearing any negative things about the game anymore. Like, and but no one was saying it was good. And then I think like someone started saying like, I think this game is really good. And then suddenly it's like everyone else was like, yeah, 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 this game's really good. Okay, good, 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 good. Like you know, there's kind of like suddenly there's a consensus of people being like, okay, yeah, the game is good, great. Cool. Well, so this it's is okay to say the game's good. <laughs> you know? So, so this is the problem. I, I love it. I, I've really enjoyed this game, but yeah. not without its its problems. Because the the intro, so the the the, the lead up to actually getting to actually doing any gameplay, takes like over an hour and a half of mm. just just juxtaposition bollocks, like really long conversations and stupid mechanic like training that any person that's played a Pokemon game will already know. Like, I understand that there needs to be a level of onboarding, but this was like really slow and really irritating. Mm. So at that point, I was like, oh, I'm right about this game. It's terrible and crap. And the graphics are terrible. Like, for the first chunk of the game, there's loads of pop in. Uh, the trees look terrible. Like, the 
you can see that the terrain is kind of drawing but very close to you so you get that like knobbly texture well you know like a mountain that's not fully rendered it's just like bumpy and weird yeah you get that uh, a lot and and it, it looks really ugly but then at some point it just doesn't anymore and, mm. and it, it suddenly goes from being like irritating and annoying and and crap to like almost game of the year standard like it, it really flips and I was so surprised at it because I was ready to, to see this game flop and fail. And as I got more into it, I was like, I'm actually really enjoying this. Like, and it's got really cool mechanics. The problem is everything outside of the core gameplay is crap. But the core gameplay is so good. And, and I'm, I'm baffled why this has not been the way a Pokemon game has worked before. Mm. Because this is, this is exactly... Like, the best way to describe it is if you've watched the first season of the Pokemon anime. So the original, like, Gotta Catch Them All... Um, you know, Pokemon TV series, you've seen it? I'm, I'm sure you have. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. It's that experience is what you're getting. Like, the, the way that they kind of walk out and, and, like, learn new stuff about the environment and, like, interact with the different Pokemon and learn that, like, um, if you're using a water type against a fire type, you, you're going to do more damage. And, and you sort of learn that process as you go. Like, it's not ingrained into the character. And the more you do that stuff, the, the better your moves become and the better that the, the game becomes. And it's so cool that you get this experience of like just going out into a big, mysterious world that no one's explored before and, and just learning about these like terrifying creatures that everyone's afraid of. Yeah. Which is, which is quite funny because obviously they're elemental gods. Um, and everyone has realized that in this point in history before like all the Pokemon stuff has kicked off, cause you go back in time. Um, this is a time when all of a sudden there's these elemental gods everywhere and it's like, well, what do we do? Should we be terrified of them? And then you sort of go through that process with all the different NPCs to introduce them to the Pokemon. Because you've come from present day into the past with a Pokedex that's that's empty. Yeah. So you've sort of brought brought the technology of, of the Pokedex into the start of the Pokemon kind of storyline. I'm saying Pokemon a lot. Um, <laughs> but it's really good. Like I highly recommend it. It's such a unique experience. It's so good. So I've really, really enjoyed playing it. Um, and my friends have said the same thing. They're all just like, I'm irritatingly enjoying this game. Like, yeah. I feel Ir like you're irritatingly enjoying, enjoying the game. Did you yeah. say? Like, I feel like I shouldn't be enjoying it, but I really am. And it's not like, it's not one of those ones where it's only just enjoyable. So it's just passable. It's really, really good. Like, mm. It's a very good game. It's just a shame that Game Freak have put such a low amount of effort into every other part of it. Yeah. I, I'm, it could have been so much more. I've heard the graphical stuff looks better on the small switch screen. Than like the big, yeah, you know, a big screen, which makes sense, right? True. But, True. Yeah, but not not by much though. But yeah, I mean, watching like the gameplay, I was like, wait, why? Like your Pokemon are battling. Why can you run around? Like, I guess that's yeah, like that's... one of the biggest changes, right? Well, I guess you it's can like also get hit by their moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought yeah. was really cool. Like, mm. but um, yeah. So I mean, I'm glad that it's doing like it's you know. Game Freak have finally released something that has innovated a little bit on the Pokemon formula. It's, it's, that. it's that that's the key point, I think, though. It's a very small amount of innovation surrounded by a lot of lazy development. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it really is half-assed. But like, maybe uh, this even is... Even at the best of times, it's half-assed. This is them, like, testing the waters to be like, do people like this? You know, because, mm. you know... And, and then if there's a positive response to it, maybe when they release the next big Pokemon game, this, it will be more like this, right? You know I mean? Yeah, I, I think like, we already did that test with Breath of the Wild, though, and it is it is a Breath of the Wild clone. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it, it, so many points it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like, not just in the way it looks, but the way it plays. Like, all the mechanics and stuff are ripped straight out of Breath of the Wild. Mm -mm. So, like for me, I'm like, we've already tested that. <laughs> we know people like that. We know it's good. But it's like they're they're testing it again and going, oh, we didn't realize people were going to enjoy this. It's like, well, but mm. do people enjoy it with Pokemans? Of course they do. This is giving people the exact <laughs> this. this to me, feels the same as people did when Pokemon Go first came out. Mm, yeah, it was like, holy crap, I can be a Pokemon trainer. Like that's what this game is: is you can go out and be a Pokemon trainer. It, but it is with its faults. It has a lot of faults, a yeah. lot of faults. Yeah. Um, particularly like the the, the ending, because uh, I've just completed it and now I've just just about to finish the end game. So you you, I'm not going to spoil what actually happens, but it doesn't really matter because I'm sure you can work it out by the title. But you lead up to catching a very specific Pokemon. Yes. Uh, but to do that, you need to have seen every other Pokemon in the Pokedex, and it is not a simple thing to do. How it's... many? Well, how many Pokemon are? Because obviously, in total, I know there's like over a thousand Pokemon or something. But I'm it's, guessing... it's not the full decks again. It's like yeah. a, it's the it's the Sinnoh decks plus like twenty five percent of the rest of them. Right. There, okay. There's stuff. There's stuff from like all because there's these things that open in the game called um, 
time space anomalies or whatever they're called. Yes. And Pokemon from all across the the spectrum fall into there. Right. Okay. So, like okay. you can get stuff from the latest game, for example, that will just appear in it. But there's there's a, a set amount of them that can appear. Yeah. And there's a set uh, selection of them from the decks. Mm. But it's it's great. I mean, we could talk all day about it, but it's it's good. I'd be interested to hear your your opinions when you play it as well. Uh, but you've watched it, so yeah, yeah, I've seen it. You're a good understanding. Yeah. But yeah, I've been enjoying it. Quite surprised. I, I guess. Sorry, this is weirdly is like a, I had a weird segue in my mind into something else. I don't know if you've heard about this. This is not on the list of topics, but have you heard anything about like Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel? Like this Weirdly thing... enough, yes, a little bit about it, but go on. Yeah. So So yeah, I've I I've not played it, but I used to play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of making like a massive resurgence in like the mainstream because I've seen a lot of people playing it. And a lot of people liking the game as well. Maybe Yu-Gi-Oh! was always popular, and I'm just like, now that there's like a good Steam client for it, now it's like really popular. But um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! And a lot of like really, I don't know, this maybe speaks more about my YouTube algorithm than anything else. But I'm getting like loads of weird like Yu-Gi-Oh! meme videos, which I have actually don't understand at all. But like they have like hundreds of thousands of views on it. Of like people, no, and I mean like meme videos in terms of like the game. Like the the Master Duel game, not like the anime or whatever, right? Which is like really weird because I guess it, if there's thousands of videos, there hundreds of thousands of views on these videos, then the game must be popular, right? So like yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know if you've heard anything about how have you heard about the game? Because I it's just, it's just it pops up in my newsfeed every now and again. I don't know anything about it. I just it, it's I, I it, it's in the zeitgeist again. I guess like people are talking about it. Yeah, I guess it's like this weird like mix of like uh you know a lot of people our age when we were younger probably played Yu-Gi-Oh in like school or whatever or mm. collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards and now it's like that's cool again because now it's like oh i'm an adult with disposable income but now i can play the game i wanted to play when i was young if you get what i mean right yeah because it's super expensive to play it when you're a kid oh yeah because you just buy yeah. loads of cards and mm. shit like that right and also no and also to be honest man when i was a kid when we played Yu-Gi-Oh in you know inverted commas you know people weren't really playing Yu-Gi-Oh. they were just kind of like emulating the anime which yeah. isn't the actual rules of the game <laughs> no so, but that's fun yeah, fun yeah exactly it's still fun i mean you with kids right you know but um yeah sorry that was a weird aside because i went from like pokemon to pokemon cards to like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and i was like oh yeah Yu-Gi-Oh master duel i keep seeing you that. did go off on one yeah sorry um but that's anyway. part of being a podcast there you um, go the next thing is sony buying bungie yes so i think this so okay i think that obviously this is purely speculation or maybe i don't know how rooted in truth it is but obviously i feel like after the microsoft after Microsoft acquired uh, Activision Blizzard, uh, King, right? So, Sony probably went like, shit, what do we do? Like we were talking about like two weeks ago, right? Like Sony mm-hmm. went, shit, what do we do? And then they realized that they needed a first-person shooter to like, basically keep up with like Call of Duty and Halo and all the other popular first-person shooters. So they probably went like, uh, uh, you, Bungie, Destiny 2 is popular, uh, you, go. And then just like, yeah. See, I initially thought exactly the same thing, and then I thought, well, hang on, these deals don't just pop up out of nowhere. Um, this wasn't a reaction, I don't think. You don't think this so? Was, no, it couldn't have been, because this deal would have been in process for at least six months before they announced it. Mm. So it couldn't have been a reaction, unless they got wind of it internally. But, I mean, I, I know, without saying too much, the Microsoft acquisition of ABK was very, very quiet. Like, yes. no one knew about that. N- no one. And I- I've got friends who are still in the company at, like, higher level mm-hmm. who said, no, we had no idea. And they yeah. should have known. They-, they were people that really should have known. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that it was as public as people are making it out to be, which is which is making me think that I don't think Sony did this acquisition reactively. I think they announced it reactively. Mm. Like, you know, it's time to say, hey, we- we're taking this big thing as well. So to hell with you, Microsoft. We're taking the people that created your original oh, uh, yeah. your mascot. I mean, we're taking them expedited the process though right you know I, mean? I think it probably made it a little bit more like we need to make this public now like right now yeah did. i mean yeah. like the other thing is um well yeah i mean bungie used to be partnered with activision blizzard right as, as in like sorry yeah this no, is so activision weird blizzard used to own bungie yeah yeah because activision Not partner so, they owned it yeah sorry <laughs> bungie were owned originally by microsoft right and then bungie yes. split off from microsoft and then they because yeah. they went independent then they got yep. acquired by activision yeah, which I mean, I, I worked on their games. I yeah. did all the marketing for Destiny Two and in, ba- in no, Battle.net, right? Destiny, sorry. And stuff. In Battle.net, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then they got they went independent again, 
And yep. now they're being acquired again by Sony. Yeah. So, what's... I wonder what the, what it looks like internally inside Bungie, right? Of being like, I can oh. imagine their bank balance is like ching, 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 because yeah. they just keep getting making money out. Yeah, of Yeah, it's so. like, oh shit, here we go again. Mm. Oh, <laughs> more know? money, oh no, so much money. Oh god. But uh, yeah, but I, mean... I think it's an interesting thing for the industry. My my, my worry is that the industry is starting to homogenize. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Like... Well, not starting to. It is homogenizing. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's going to be two mega corporations and then Meta, whatever the hell they're doing. But Meta are having so many problems, like Facebook, this is. Yep. Um, they're having a lot of problems right now to the point where they're threatening to take all of Facebook out of the UK. And people are like, oh, no, please don't. We really don't want you to do that. No. Oh. Yeah, no, oh, stop. No. Oh, not have It's UK. not as if you have a massive office here. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> but they're threatening, like, Mark Zuckerberg has actually threatened to pull from the UK. Well, yeah. Yeah, and people are like, well, we don't give a fuck. Like, shut up, Mike. Mike? Mike, Mike? Zuckerberg? It's just, that's his brother. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, Mike Zuckerberg. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of points to get through. So the, the oh, Sony, I, I, was about to to I was about to tangent again, but you know what? I'll on, ta tangent, go. No, no, go, no, no. no. Go, I'll tangent when, um, when I've seen it. Basically, I, I saw recently that there's a film that was being shown at Sundance, uh, which is called We Met in Virtual Reality, which is uh, a film that's entirely shot within VR chat, but it's basically just like a collection of stories of people who sort of like came together in vr chat over the coronavirus period and i've heard really good things about it i haven't seen it yet but i've heard really good things about it oh, well, and... saying that i have a very very short story from from something i am engaged with in vr chat when i was in vr hmm. um and i i, uh, I got chatting to this dude who was uh, the what yeah the chibi robot he was so he was <laughs> tiny and running around and he had like the voice of the robot also he was like yeah um and he was cool like he knew a lot of people in vr chat and he just chatted to me for a bit and i was like oh you seem sound like we'll, we'll have a little chill out whatever mm. and he and we got we got chatting over a few days, and every time i logged in he'd come and run up to me and pull me into whatever's going on and we'd go and do whatever that's nice like just you know enjoy stuff so that, that was fun yeah uh, but then he came up to me one day and he said look can you help me um a friend of mine has told us that she's going to commit suicide oh, and i was God. like oh okay this got heavy yeah uh, and what we want to do is want to get every as many people as we can in vr chat into this big like lodge so this big like mountain top lodge, yeah, uh, and do a surprise like party for her and like throw streamers and stuff. And we did it, and there must have been 150 people turn up, and wow. she turned up and she just started crying because she was just like, oh, and we were like, look, you may not have friends like uh, in the real world because it's the middle of a pandemic, mm. but you've got a, like infinite friends in here, and we're all like talking to her and just saying like, tell us your story and whatever. And it it was it was, I mean, I have a heart of stone, so it takes a lot to kind of get me emotional, but. I was like, this is quite touching. Like, yeah, this is a very really nice thing to do. And this little incredible. guy was like, just watching it all happen. And you could see he was probably sitting at his computer feeling really humbled yeah. as he watched what he'd created, like, go off and do this thing. So it was yeah, cool to course. be part of that. Yeah, I mean, that's an yeah. amazing story. Like, yeah, like, like I think I feel like that's the kind of thing, like, stories that I guess kind of, you know, when you compare them to the stories you hear about, like, what Mark Zuckerberg wants with, like, Metaverse and all these yeah, other things. Yeah, can just get fucked. And then you hear, like, these, you know, sort of, like, these more human stories from VR mm. chat. Like, uh, there's a really good YouTube channel, I think it's called um, Seamore, or, like, S-Y-R- M-O-R, and it's just this person, he's just this little cat avatar, and he just interviews people in VR chat. Um, <laughs> it's, like, really good. It's really weird seeing these, like, people talking about really human stories and really human things, but they're dressed as, like, Ronald McDonald. Or, like, you know... Yeah, the weird part about it is, like, I'm sitting there dressed as Lightning from Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, Shaggy, or it's, yeah. like, you know, like, Ultra Instinct Shaggy, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like that adds to the element of it, though, like, the, the sort of appeal of, of VR chat. But, yeah, sorry, because we were talking about Metaverse, I was just like, oh, yeah. No, no, there's always a segue. There's yeah, there's always a segue. segue. Anyway, so we can move on from that segue. But, yeah, so uh, we met in virtual reality. That's a film I want to watch when it comes out. Um, moving on from that, uh, we've got the Nintendo Direct tomorrow. I don't actually yeah. know what's in it. Do you know what's in it? Or like... So they're focusing on the first half of 2022. Okay. That's that's what because don't forget as well. This is actually the first Nintendo Direct where we haven't got a Smash announcement mm. because the last Nintendo Direct was obviously the last character and that's where they announced Sora. Yeah. And then they close it off. Yeah. I'm just loading it up now, so so fill the gap while I load it up. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah where yeah. is the direct? Where so I mean, um... Sora was really. I mean, I feel like Smash now that Sora is out and you know Smash is kind of finished. I, well, Smash Ultimate is kind of finished in quotation marks. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. I guess this is it. I guess on Nintendo's plate, like, what am I kind of waiting? I guess Splatoon 3? 
It's kind of like... Chain 3, we've got Kirby, which comes out in March. Oh, the new Kirby game, yeah. Which I'm very excited about. Like, that's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and then... But, you know, they've, they've just come off the back of Pokemon, another success, so they're, they're True. doing fine. True, you know, yeah. Small indie company Nintendo are doing okay. Um, but their, their, their comment on Twitter was, um, tune in at 10pm UK time on the 9th of the 2nd. Uh, for America, that's the... Um, 2 uh, p.m.? 2nd of August, yeah. uh, but for everyone else in the world that uses a normal date format, oh. it's tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Um, it infuriates me, but I have to do now global dates again, and I remember yeah. how much I hate doing global dates. Mm-hmm, like, because mm-hmm. everywhere in the world uses um, day, month, year, apart from yeah. America, which is month, day, day year. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know if it's August or, or February all the time. Um, so they said that there's going to be a live stream featuring roughly 40 minutes of information mainly focused on the Nintendo Switch games launching in the first half of 2022 mm. so okay. there we go like, but that also is probably going to include Wind Waker HD, we know that we, and let's not argue, uh, it's coming, we know that um... <laughs> do we? <laughs> do we do shut that? up Oliver okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry Clark I would like it to come yes um, and I um, also think so. So my prediction. Shut up! I realised what I just said. Um, my <laughs> my prediction is yes. going to be that they're going to announce Legends Arceus DLC. Okay. So I think that may have already been finished, mm-hmm. um, and I think that might be coming out in the next few months. Makes sense. Um, I don't know if you've got a prediction though for this. I mean, is it? I don't know when Breath of the Wild Two is supposed to come out, but is there any kind of like announcement they could make based on that? Like. Uh, I mean, unofficially, I know it's not coming out this year. Yeah. So I know, I know it's not. It's it's not got a chance. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, it's been a while since they announced it, right? But I guess yeah, yeah. it's on, it's not finished. Yeah, I guess so. But um, so yeah, I guess apart from that, I don't know. I guess they could announce like Monster Hunter Rise DLC. For they've already announced it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Sun, whatever it's called, Sunset or some. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah, 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 because it's coming out on PC. Well, it's out on PC now as well, but. Where have you been? <laughs> Dude, I've been under a rock. I'll be real, man. I haven't been... I've, to be fair, I've not caught up with video game culture in, in, a, in a good couple of weeks, but every time I do, I look at the news and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this, but then I do I'm listen just, to a lot of podcasts. So. I'm just stuck in TFT land, man. That's that's all I absorb. All I, know I is... have nothing else going on in my life right now. It's yep. literally just work and video games. That's it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, house move. Yeah. <laughs> which is going to be great. And then once I get settled again, I can work on probably break, mending my broken heart. <laughs> Uh, but so, um, yeah, so uh, Nintendo Direct, I, I guess we'll see tomorrow what happens, right? But yeah, um, it's always exciting. You need to get this uploaded before the direct this time, otherwise it's going to sound. Don't worry, I will, I will upload it before the direct, or it will say it was recorded before the direct. I mean, potentially for listeners, you'll be you'll be listening to this on the day of the direct. That is uh, true. It's probably get uploaded tomorrow morning as when everyone get the notification to it's there. So uh, we know that the direct is probably tonight, not tomorrow. Yes. Cool. But Platinum moving towards live titles, uh, live service titles. Mm. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, did is you see this one? I, I again did not. So, but um... okay. So Platinum are moving towards live service titles. Okay. That uh, cool. <laughs> cool. Like, have they announced they... any kinds of games? For, for, no. For so they they announced yesterday or the day before it was uh, that they they don't feel like their franchises hit the level of success that they would like them to. Mm. And nothing can get the success of things like the seasonal and live service games that we know of. So things like Overwatch, um, Halo, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, so Platinum have expressed an interest to start developing live service titles alongside things like Bayonetta and um, Neo and uh, Nia. Nia? Nia? Yeah, yeah. Nia. Um, and Astral Chain and stuff. So keeping those franchises as they are, but then moving towards live service titles for new things. Uh, which is quite interesting. Well, so... I mean, Platinum are very talented and the games that they make. Amazing developer. Yeah, Yeah, it's like an amazing developer. So, I mean, I don't know if they have any history making, like, multiplayer games, but, like, I guess I'm not sure what kind of game that they could, like, multiplayer game that they could kind of make. I mean, saying that, there is that game that's quite popular nowadays called, um, what's it, Naraka Blade Point, which is, like, a battle royale, but it's, like, a third-person action, melee-focused, like, battle royale kind of thing. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like a sleeper thing. Like, I feel like if you're in the sort of sphere of those people like that kind of genre of game then like I think it's quite popular like I saw it had like a hundred thousand concurrent on Steam or something which is really healthy so like um I think it's doing pretty well 
So uh, I haven't played it myself yet, but watching it, it seems like really weirdly like a game I would have said would be really niche, but I guess because it's free to play and it's like Japanese themed and has like combat and martial arts, I guess it's like pretty popular. So um, yeah, I guess we'll see where that goes. But you know, I feel like it's kind of been out for a while and it's still got 100k concurrent, so game must be good. Question mark? Well, that's pretty good, but yeah. um, one of the things I looked up, so I looked into Platinum and, and the sales of their titles, mm. they never really had titles that sell well. Really? They're always in like the hundreds of thousands and two hundred thousands. They don't go into the millions. Really? Yeah, like, really. Like, um, it was... Like, uh, near? I think Bayonetta I was looking at, but if we... This is the exciting part of the podcast where I Google Platinum Games. Yeah, I mean, like, near... Um, I guess, like, um... Oh, what's the shooter that they made that was really good? Came out ages ago, like ages shooter? ago. Yeah, it was a third-person shooter with like really crazy movement mechanics. Uh, um, the, as in the bot one. The, yes. Not, yeah, that was uh, Astral Chain. No, 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 not Astral Chain. But that game's cool. But um, what was Star it called? Fox? No, 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 no. Hold on, let me have a look. Uh, this is where we both. World Google of Demons. Things. Nope. That, I'm looking at the game releases now. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. It's quite old. Wonderful 101. Vanquish. Vanquish. Oh, Vanquish. No, no. Yeah, old ass. Yeah, like Xbox 360, PlayStation 3 game. Oh, it's crazy to think that that's like two generations ago now. But um, yeah, Vanquish. I, so I know that's old ass, but I guess I could make that kind of game, but like multiplayer. That'd be really fucking yeah, sick. Maybe. Really I can't good. find any sales figures, but I remember I read it the other day that they haven't really sold very well in any of their games. Hmm. I feel yeah. like their games are very high, highly regarded, though. Like they're much loved franchises. So, like, I mean, everyone knows who Bayonetta is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neo Automata is huge. Star Fox Zero was not really very popular. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance was terrible. They also worked on Scalebound, which was a very sad loss because I was very excited to see what that game was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, it looks like the the developer is the guy that was really famous at E3 for having that really cringy moment on stage. Wait, which one? Um, what was he presenting? I think it's the near uh, uh, former Capcom employee Shinji Mikami and Atsushi Inaba is who I'm talking about. Oh, I've heard the name. I can't remember the... I, I might be getting mixed up, but I'm pretty sure he's the guy that was like um, the 99 Nights guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I might be wrong. Either way, we're getting off track. But yeah, um, I mean, oh, also here, Bayonetta 3, they could do some kind of announcement on that, right? Yes. For the, st- the direct. Well, they've already they've already released the uh, teaser trailer for it. Yeah, but they could do, like, it's, have they, is there, a, like, a release date or anything? You know, they could show more trailers for it, or be like... Uh, Bayonetta 3 release date. We have 2022. Yeah, so That's they could it. give a release date, right? So they could reveal it's out now. Because they seem yeah, to enjoy. Cool. Do- like, they seem to enjoy it. doing that, right? <laughs> I like it when it's they do that. Because so like, I don't like looking forward to a game because I get bored yeah. of it. No, I think it's great. Like, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a really good marketing strategy to just be like, oh yeah, it's out. Like, I don't know. I I, I, I think that's one of the most hype things for me. You know, just being like, oh yeah. Uh, and Unfortunately, it's it doesn't result in sales because pre-orders are. The, the biggest thing to hit the yeah, game industry ever. I know, I know, but still, I mean, like you know, you look at stuff like I mean, I remember when um, Toby Fox released like he was like, oh yeah, Undertale, what's it? Uh, Delta Rune Chapter Two is just out, and people were like, mm. what? Huh? <laughs> what? What do you mean it's yeah, out? Which is great. <laughs> yeah. But again, he's a small developer. True. He's got a massive following, but he's a small developer, so he can afford to do that. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Mm. I guess it's hard. It's obviously harder for a AAA company to get away with something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of crazy when, yeah, when Nintendo do it with, like... Didn't they do it, like, the other Direct with, like, a pretty big game? They were just like, oh, yeah, it's out. You're like, what? Huh? Mm, I remember them doing it. I just can't remember what it was. Yeah. Well, they did it with demos a lot, though. They did it with the... Tri- not Triangle Strategy. Uh, with Octopath Traveler, they did it with the demo for that. They were just like, oh, the demo's out now. And everyone was like, what? Yeah, that I think that's Octopath Traveler really is a cool. big one. Yeah, that's a really good way to gauge interest, right? To be like, oh, here, mm. we're going to show off this cool game. Also, you could try it yourself, and maybe, you know, we'll put a pre-order link at the end of the demo, you know? So... Well, one of the things, um, I don't know how much I can talk about this, but one of the things we suggested for BlizzCon many, many years, they were trying to work out ways of making BlizzCon be more of an experience for people that weren't going. 
Um, and we discussed, why don't you give people who buy a BlizzCon ticket access to the same demos that they're playing on the floor in BlizzCon in the in the physical space? Mm. And they were like, oh, we can't do that. And we, we were all just like, why? Why? <laughs> why can't you do that? Like, they're like, oh, because they'll distribute them. And it's like, they'll distribute a demo for the game that you're trying to sell. Yeah, we don't want that. Why was our question? Like, we were always like, yeah. why? Like, if someone distributes a demo illegally, oh no, people are going to want to buy our game. Yeah, people <laughs> like, want to play your game. Yeah, yeah but, but the, the concept was, if you've got the BlizzCon virtual ticket, which was about $30, I think, or £30, um, you immediately get, on your Battle.net account, all of the demos that are on the shop floor, so you can feel like you're at BlizzCon. Yeah. Like, that was a really cool idea, and they were like, we really like this idea, but it never came to pass, obviously, because BlizzCon's a dead thing now, and I don't, I, I actually don't think we're ever going to see a BlizzCon again. I think BlizzCon is dead, dead. Well, I think if... We, you know, I, I, I think if Activision manages, sorry, Blizzard manages to like restabilize and kind of, you know, it's gonna take a while. But I mean, after you know, like, I feel like anything is possible after seeing, you know, Hello Games and No Man's Sky. Like mm. after seeing that, I think like anything. anything yeah, but Microsoft have now bought Blizzard, so why would they have a BlizzCon? Why not have a MicroCon, or you know, extend MindCon to be a games event? Because they probably make more money from two. Well, actually, maybe no. not. I was gonna they say they make way more money from having one event because those events cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, it's I run. know how much yeah. those events cost. I used to run them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I literally worked at like three BlizzCons and yeah. four Gamescoms. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're very very expensive. <laughs> like yeah, really so... really expensive. Yeah. But anyway, we're off track. But yeah. Um, that's the platinum thing. So the next up is Bowser going to jail potentially. Um, so I mean, the shit that obviously it's not actually we're not talking about Bowser himself. Ironically, yeah, yeah. it is two Bowsers going against each other because Doug Bowser, who is the guy that is the top of Nintendo, is the one sending Gary Bowser, who is the hacker, mm. to prison. Uh, and what the government are saying, so this is the U.S. government, they're suggesting that um, because of the nature of the crime and the circumstances, this needs to be made an example of. So instead of just a fine, which was in the millions, I remember, it was it was enough to bankrupt someone for 10 lifetimes, effectively. Yeah. Um, not just giving him that fine, but also giving him a minimum of five years in prison to show everyone else that it's not a good idea to, to distribute emulation yeah. um, and hardware. Sorry, he was distributing hardware. Him and his group were distributing hardware. Um, again, I just think this is just, like, so deep into the realms of evil. Like... Yes, the guy needs to be fined and punished, but leave him alone now. Like, what what are you going to get out of this other than just making your company look terrible? Like, I, I don't know how you feel about this. I, I'm just not on board. Mm. I just, oh, I hate this. It's it's a hard so, one, isn't it? Because morally, he has done something wrong. Yeah. But you know, poor small indie games company Nintendo, they won't be able to handle it being one of the most successful companies on the planet. Like, just yeah. take it on the chin, Nintendo. I don't know. You sound like you're torn on this I'm think, one. I'm thinking about it, right? And I think, I think, yeah, five years is like he's. I mean, he's already accepted like what, like a four point five million dollar, sorry, million he's million dollar. Completely fine. admitted all guilt. Like, yeah, he's he's plus, not fought it at all. He's been like, yeah, it was me. Plus, he didn't he also accept like another fine from Nintendo as well? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for him to go to jail for five years on top of that, well, I mean, first of all. Like he's that's you can't pay that back like as one no. person like an average person like so yeah, Jeff Bezos could hello I mean yeah he's sure. just one person that's true <laughs> sorry sorry my bad yeah so so I mean we if you know we also we could also send Jeff Bezos to jail for five years you know we could do that no anyway mm. so um but uh, his cock shaped space yeah. rocket that he flies around space in <laughs> with his cowboy hat yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry back on track <laughs> it sounds like a fake news yeah. article yeah. doesn't it so we don't we don't we don't. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> Head of book company flies around space in a cowboy hat in a cock-shaped rocket. Look, man. Actually, something that's happening right now. <laughs> Look, there's a reason why we haven't seen any new Black Mirror episodes because it's like just, just too real. Just wake up. That's just open real. your eyes. There you go. New episode. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, okay, I agree with you. It's pretty. He shouldn't go to jail, right? I mean, I guess him like obviously what he did was illegal, but. I don't think it's really harming anyone, right? Like, oh, it's, it's it, I mean, there are figures on it. It's co caused billions of dollars of damage to Nintendo. Right. Because like, he distributed billions of, not, not billions, but millions of um, bits of hardware that allow people to just pirate games. 
effectively taking that money away from Nintendo and stopping them from buying things like um, Wii Virtual Shop things and, and loads of other bits and pieces as well. There, there is like an actual monetary value. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? But, but, I mean, Nintendo is also still making fucking bank. Insanely evil amounts of money. Yes. Like, so, so much money, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So, like... <sighs> Yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense. Also, I mean, arguably, Nintendo, like, if they can't... I mean, obviously, okay, they have to make an example out of him because they have to show that it is illegal, right? But I feel like they could be like, well, here, look, you know, don't go to jail. You know, you can pay the fine or whatever. Or, like, you know, attempt to pay the fine. But also, I feel like Nintendo probably benefited in the long run from this kind of thing because, like... They're making it's it's kind of making their products and their games more accessible to people, right? Like, and therefore allowing people to become more po- like look at their products more fondly, and therefore in future it will probably lead to sales later on, right? When like you know, if you're a kid, you don't have money to spend on like whatever the new some pirate, you know, some, some Nintendo game, right? But when you're older, you're gonna spend money on it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I mean, that's why. I mean, we literally talked about it earlier. That's why like Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Jewel is really popular now because when kids were playing Yu-Gi-Oh! when they were really yeah. young, and now they're older, and now they're making money, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like yes, it's yeah. On one hand, it's illegal, but on the other hand, it's like eh, you know. To me, to me, it's such a small issue in the long run. Nintendo are just shit for for causing this guy this much hell. Like yeah. this guy's life is over. Yeah, basically, and, right? And it's just it's too much. That's a lot. Like it's, I think it's way too much. I guess that for me, the question is, is like, so I'm reading an article on it now. Is like, is is Nintendo asking for him to be sent to jail for the sixty for the five years, or is the U.S. government just being like, we're charging you the five years? And Nintendo is kind of like, uh, well, it's because obviously, I'm I'm sure Nintendo are just gonna be silently be like, cool, you know, like not say anything, right? But. Maybe they should. Well, I don't think they're saying anything about it. It's it's more of just what people have seen that the U.S. government are doing now. Yeah. Um, but I I just think it's shit. Like I th- I really do. I hate seeing people get destroyed like this. Yeah, it's pretty shit. Especially when they provided so many thousands of hours of like joy in my youth. Because you know we all emulated. Yeah, of course. Um, right. and these people brought joy to us, and they're they're being burnt alive because of corporate restrictions. Like I I hate it. I hate this world sometimes. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I guess... People should be punished, but they shouldn't be eradicated, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean... This is... It's hard to, like, give, like, an objective... Or, like, a very... Base... You know, a, a well... In- I can't really give, like, a well-informed opinion on it right now, because, obviously, I don't know how much... Um, Sorry, what's his name? Gary Bowser? I don't know, like, how much Gary Bowser did. Like, was he... So, you know, did he just release the software to be like, oh yeah, here's how you can pirate stuff? Or was he actively selling things to like be like, oh, this is how you mod your console? Yeah, that's pretty much things. what it was. That there was that. Like, they, they were selling well, console mods and stuff. Yeah, then there's then that's a little bit like, well, you're trying to profit from it as well. So I don't know. Again, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I don't work at this. I'm not a sentencing person or judge. You know, but it does sound like you know it just basic thing of being like yeah this person you're gonna charge them like a fine of like four point though whatever 4.5 million and then nintendo's also charging them a fine sending him to jail for five years on top of that (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i don't know but anyway i guess it's something that i need to read up on to give like a more informed opinion on because uh i feel like there's it's obviously like a gray it's a gray area right of being like yes these corporations do not need all of this money, right? But on the other hand, it's also like, well, you shouldn't also go against the law and try to profit off of going against the law, right? I think there's there's like one big thing, right? Because if it's like, I am breaking the law, but not really making a profit off of it, you know, you can argue things like, um, you know, he's making maybe like social status off of it or something like that. But it's, if he's making just being like, no, I'm doing this for a business to like make money, then it's like, well, mm, but you know, <laughs> anyway, it's a gray area. But anyway, we yeah. could talk about this forever. But again, let's yeah. move on because I don't think there's ever going to be a right answer here. No, let's no, talk no. about the Always Sunny podcast. All right. So you've seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I have seen 
many episodes. I've not actually sat down and watched the whole series. I've just seen individual episodes at like friends' houses and seen clips on YouTube. So, so you like, know it's about a group of disgusting people yes. having a terrible life, just just being awful. Everyone sucks, but in like a yeah. black comedy kind of way. Not in an endearing way. In no. A, I don't like these people kind of way. Yeah. So the group have got back together, and they're always referred to as the group. So every episode starts with the group. Yeah, yeah they, or sorry, the, gang. the gang. Yeah, the, ga- the, the gang. gang does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've made this podcast, and they've actually video uh, videotaped it. As well as videotaped. How old am I? They've recorded it, um, not just as a podcast, but also as a video, um, like a, you know, as a, an actual video cast. Yeah. Um, and it's it's brilliant. Like yeah. you get to listen to these people who, until this point, were disgusting human shitbags of characters. Talk about how they built those characters and why they built them and, and, and how they built this show as a production. Like, I never even looked at Always Sunny as a production. Mm. I just saw it as a, like a really low budget kind of shitly not together, strangely addictive show. And listening to them talk about it in the way that they do is, is absolutely fascinating. Like, they are, they're genuinely lovely people. Like, they really are lovely people. Yeah. Uh, they, they've all, like, married with kids and stuff, so it's, it's really weird to hear that side of things. And they, they talk about how their life kind of counterbalanced with the characters. Mm. Uh, because they, they obviously never connected with any of their characters because they were gross. But, like, hearing Charlie talk the way that he talks in reality compared to how he talks as a character in the show... It's it's night and day. The guy's like super intelligent. He's like really switched on, like super knowledgeable of the zeitgeist and whatnot. So it's really cool just to listen to his insights into how they made that show. Interesting. And I'm I'm so hooked on it. Like it is one of the most comforting things I've ever listened to. It's it's like listening to a group of friends just like whisper sweet nothings into your ear. Is it is so? Is this like a podcast they did to just be like, here's a retrospect? Are they just basically doing a retrospective on the show of every episode? Yeah, every episode. Well, I mean, they're skipping a few here and there, I yeah, think, yeah, but yeah. They're, they're going through each episode and talking about why they created that episode. Oh, that's really cool. That's a good idea it's, for content. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it's, I can see why it's getting like a lot of buzz, because it, it humanizes the show as well, because the show is very unrelatable. Like, it's a horrible show. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I loved it, but it's a terrible show. Um, and it gives it that kind of connection, which I'm, I mean, I know we're sitting here advertising someone else's podcast, and we've probably got like six yeah. listeners. But I would highly recommend you give it a listen because it's 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 the one now that I'm I'm having on while I'm working because I can't usually listen to podcasts while I'm working but this one I can yeah yeah so it's it's good for me in that way and it's it's just on in the background because it feels like there's voices in my house because at the moment I'm on my own and, yeah I get you know it, I've yeah. had a bit of a rough month and stuff so it's nice to have hey, that man that's comfort. why I, that's you know sometimes that's why I just have like other podcasts on in the background right like you know yeah but yeah that's exactly why it I mean makes that's the house great. feel like there's people in it yeah um but yeah. That's that's really cool. I mean, yeah. I I, think, I feel like I need to watch Always Sunny, like sit down and watch all the episodes first, and then listen to the Such podcast. Really, show to watch. yeah. I mean, I watched Succession, <laughs> and I feel like Succession is even what, as in like it's rich people being shitty, as opposed to like people trying scum. to get rich. You know, what no, I mean? these are scum being scum. Yeah, scum being scum. In, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, you don't you know, scum is not associated with your. So your wealth or social status, anyway, you can be scum at all levels. Everyone can be scum. Yay! No, but the, anyway. these are like I know, they're I characteristically know. scum. They're horrible people. Yeah, I've like, seen. Yeah, I've seen. What they do? So there's this character called Rickety Cricket. If you if you know of this character, no. Um, so it's one of their friends from high school who was not like a friend. It was someone they sort of bullied. Mm. Um, and he becomes a priest. Okay. So he comes into the bar and talks to them and stuff like that, and they get him hooked on uh, crack. They make all of his teeth fall out. They destroy his life. They make him homeless. Um, and then he sort of brings it around again and sort of pulls his life back together. And then they do it again. Nice. They, nice. they just they just take so much advantage of this guy because he's a, he's a good person. Yep. They they just tear him into pieces. Yeah, that sounds and about it, right. Watching that is quite difficult to watch because while it's hilarious, like because when I was watching it, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. At the same time, it's a really dark story. Yeah, that, that sounds but pretty. The, Rough. There's a scene where they're tra- where they're trying to get him to try crack cocaine because they want to know what the experience of crack cocaine is, but they don't want to do it themselves, oh, and they're God. rubbing it rubbing it on his gums. Oh, while he's no. like saying, "I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this," and they're like, "No, no, no, just give it a little try." And and D, the one that they always refer to as looks like a big bird, is yeah. like rubbing the cocaine on his gums, and it's just like, "Holy fuck, this is that's, harsh." That's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And then there's a whole storyline about one of the characters having sex with one of the other characters' mums mm-hmm. just for the hell of it. And then it turns out that character's dad had sex with the other character's mum as well. Nice. Like, just nice. for the hell of it. Sorry, no, the, the, that person's, that character's dad, who is played by Danny DeVito, had sex with that person's, like, obsession. 
Mm-hmm. So he was in love with this girl called the waitress, and they just have sex. Nice, nice. And it's like, whoa, it's it's gross. It's a gross show, but I love it. And you really should listen to the podcast. Okay, I, I I've loved it. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but carry on. Go ahead. You awesome. go ahead with the the whatever's on next on the agenda. So our agenda. last topic <laughs> is just a list of games I think are coming out soon. So That's we've got true. we've got Horizon. Uh, is it? Well, Horizon Zero Dawn is on here, but is that to do with the PC release that came out recently? Uh, no, two. The second one's coming out in like a couple of weeks' time. Oh, it's called Forbidden West, right? Forbidden West. I yeah, think yeah. It's... Horizon Forbidden West or something. Yeah. Forbidden West release. Yeah, it's coming out on PS. It's PS5 exclusive, launch exclusive, right? 18th Feb. So it's like 10 days. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. That's a Big one. exciting time for Horizon fans because I know it's very popular. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the first one. Yeah. I'm not rushing to play it, but I love the first one. Yeah, is it is it PS5 exclusive? Yes, but launch exclusive is what I mean. Yes, I yeah. think so. But it's also coming out on PS4 as well. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess that makes yeah. sense as well because they've been not been able to get PS5s. But well, um, all PS5 games are now coming out on PS4 as well. Yeah, I mean the that's I mean yes, that's good, but also that's a lot of work for developers. <laughs> It's probably not yeah. that much work. You know, all you do is just you put it, you take the folder that's like Horizon Zero Dawn, drag it into WinZip, and then just put it on PS4. Yeah, you just pretty, you just hit the compress button. <laughs> that's just, all you do. Yeah, yeah, drag yeah. it into the PS4. Or you folder. just dra- you you download Downgrader and you just downgrade it. And that's of course, it. Okay. of course, yeah. you need you need to download the RAM remover. You know how most As people a... you know how most people try to download more RAM. You actually oh, want you to download do less RAM to yeah. for the PS4 version. You just you just right click uninstall on RAM. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm a senior producer now. Like, I know what I'm talking about. This That's my... true. Yeah. yeah thank thank you. That's uh. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. This is the a little insight into the world of development here. I'll this put that. I'll, put, I'll I'll add that as a skill on LinkedIn. Uh, down, like, RAM yeah. downgrader. You know. So one of my tasks last week was I had to um, uh, de what was it called? Uh, so a sculpt of a skin. Mm-hmm. I had to depolygon it. Get it. Get it depolygon. Oh wow. So you just put it into Photoshop and just shrink the image. And they were like, no, that's not how you do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of the less polygons. This is, in uh, fairness, yes, that is true. Uh, but no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't find that very funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a joke. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good joke. I, I would have found yeah. that really funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, moving on. Um so yeah so we've got Horizon Forbidden West Sifu which I'm going to play later tonight um, GTA 6 got announced on Twitter so there's no no content they're just like we're just working on GTA 6 it's, it's, it's in progress it's, like, it's been great good mm. job I can't wait till you fill it full of shark cards and on GTA Online yeah. 2 so uh, there you go um, we've got GT7 uh, if you're into your car games. Well, actually, drivers. just while you're saying that, there was a PlayStation Direct last week that was just about GT7. Okay, cool. It yeah. was super boring. Did you say it's super boring? <laughs> super boring, yeah. Is that why you were yawning? Was, yeah, well, no, I'm yawning because I'm always yawning. But yeah. <laughs> it was it was really boring. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> One of the look, most boring uh, promotional videos I've ever watched in my life, and it was an hour long. <laughs> if you're into GT, you're into GT, right? I am not a racing... I am not a racing sim fan so i can't really comment on it but for those who definitely got his audience yeah a hundred percent the amount of people i know now who have bought into like formula one racing like as in like they've got like the racing chairs and the wheels and stuff like that i don't know it really like i mean maybe this is our version of like a midlife crisis but you know like a lot of my friends just all bought like racing wheels and all bought like formula one chairs and i was like all right cool man you guys you guys do you i'm gonna sit here with my fight stick and uh, practice these uh, Guilty Gear combos, you know. But um, I guess to each their own, right? But um, mm. anyway, so we've also got Lost Ark, which is um, that there is a new MMO. Is that right? Sorry, or how you say hello to Tony It's like Stark. an action... It's an. Uh, it's how you say hello to Tony Yes, yeah. I haven't thought properly. <laughs> yeah. um, it's an action RPG MMO. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's yeah. super cool. I've not actually seen anything of it. I've just heard the name, and I've seen like some people asking, like, "Yo, you playing Lost Ark?" I'm like, oh, "I don't even know what that is." Well, but... it comes out this week on the 11th, I think. Yeah, uh, it's free, free to play. But then, as we all know, free to play doesn't mean anything oh, of because course. it's riddled with microtransactions. So, is this um, just like New World Two? No, no, no. It's um, it's it's, it's a Diablo kind of looking game. Oh, um, okay. But all of the backgrounds and stuff like move around, and the camera like moves in, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I saw it like. 
six or seven years ago, maybe. Like, that's when they announced it, and oh I looked at it and I was like, this, this looks incredible. Wait, maybe I kept... have heard of this game. Well, very likely, because it kept disappearing and coming back, yeah. and then suddenly now it's out, and it's like, oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I have heard of this game, because, um, do you remember Chris? Uh, he's like a massive Path of Exile fan, I think he oh, used yeah. to talk to me about this game, and he was saying, I've been waiting for this game. So, I mean, Path of Exile just also had their recent, recently had their big patch, so, um, I guess this oh, okay. is the follow-on from that as well, so... Hmm. Sorry, it's not uh, the same company. League. No, I think I think it's a different company because I think part of grinding is Korean. Yeah, I think grinding gear games are working on Path of Exile two as well. So mm. yeah. Anyway, so that's coming out. Maybe I'll check that yep. out. Um, and then there's and the last one. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, I'm very hyped about this. They they released a, a new preview like trailer last mm. week. Looks so fucking. So good. this is basically like D and D Borderlands, right? So it's like medieval. Game. Yeah. yeah so this, this to me, do you remember the Pyrovision uh, video for Team Fortress Two? Yes. 2? Yeah. 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 This, this is that. So it's if 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 the world of Borderlands was seen through Tiny Tina's eyes is what this is. Right. Okay. And, cool. and she's like manipulating the world as you play it. That's cool. So she's your DM. And yeah. You're doing your usual looter shooter stuff, but she's like, uh, there's this brilliant scene in the trailer where she's like, um, how do you get the drawbridge to, to open? And the character's voice goes, I try to flirt with the door drawbridge and she's like yeah okay i'll allow it and she makes the drawbridge like fall in love with the player oh my god but yeah um, um it's 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 great yeah I, I, I think they did this as a dlc before like a miniature version of this as dlc at one point no so they actually that there was a dlc of tiny tina's um like D D adventure that that it for borderlands 2, two yeah yeah, there was actually DLC years ago, and they released it for free recently as like a promo for this. Right, so this they is like sort a of fully... rebranded it as like a like a new thing, and it's like, well, no, it's just the DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the but they made it standalone. Right. Okay. So wait. Oh, so, so this thing is stand is is the DLC, but it's now standalone. No, 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 no. You you you're mixed up again. They, okay. they released the standalone DLC as like a promo for this. Right. Because I that now. that starts this. Right, but and this, this is this like... is like a full AAA like developed game. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Like super high quality, like looks incredible. Um, fully voiced and stuff. I mean, it's voiced by um, Ashley Birch. Ashley right? Birch, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 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 a full game experience. Like it's a, it's essentially another Borderlands, but it's nothing at all to do with like the actual Borderlands lore. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it look it looks stunning. Like I'm super hyped for it. I've been looking forward to a looter shooter for a long time, and I love Borderlands. So mm-hmm. this this speaks to me. Um, and yeah, awesome. all the spells and stuff that they're using in it, because the, the trailer that releases them using all the spells and abilities. Yeah. The spells just look absolutely stunning. Like, there's this <laughs> one where the guy, like, pulls meteors out of the sky. Yeah. And it looks awesome. All right. It looks I'll, so, have to, so good. I'll have to watch that trailer again. Maybe yeah, I'll, I mean, it's yeah. a couple of minutes. Like, just watch the trailer. It's well worth it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, mm. man. So there's uh, yeah. things to look forward to. Is that coming out soon? Very soon. Um, I think, I want to say, don't quote me on this one, but I think it's March. Cool. Um, Tiny Tina Wonderland release date. There's been a lot of me googling tonight. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot. March, there you go. There's a lot of games coming out. I mean, like, we just named a bunch of them, but I mean, like you know, even well, yeah. Elden Elden Ring is coming out like next week, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't give a shit about Elden Ring because I'm not a massive um, Dark Souls fan, but I know that the audience are like frothing at the mouth. Yeah, or frothing at something. Frothing at their underpants, I think. Both, for this one. maybe both. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's the same. You know, there's just double froth on everyone. Yep. Everyone's double frothing. Everybody's frothing, but yeah. Yeah. Everybody's from me. Um, well, no, I, I understand it. Like it looks stunning, but for me, I'm just not interested at all because I don't like the Dark Souls community. I don't like the way people behave in that game. I just don't like those games. Yeah, but I so. love Bloodborne. Love Bloodborne. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Well, so there's my weird stance on Dark Souls. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> we can break into that. Maybe if I've played some Elden Ring, we can we can discuss. Oh, it's going to yeah. be amazing. You're yeah. going to love it, yeah, but it's just yeah, not I'm for me. Excited. But yeah, I guess uh, that closes out all of our topics for the week. Um, so I guess we can uh, we can probably close up here. You got any closing yeah. comments, Clark? Uh, no, just don't do drugs. Uh, do uh, homework. Yeah, okay, yeah. Do don't do drugs. Do homework. There we go. Yes. There's our there's our podcast title as well. So um, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening to uh, episode fifty five of Sunfire Tavern. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Sunfire Tavern. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. I'm missing one. Tape Which... decks, uh, cassette players, cassette players, CDs, uh, yeah, discmans, um, disc... mini discs. We're on mini discs. Laser now. disc. 
Yeah, and they're not lasers. We couldn't afford that. The two. Oh shit! Too much plastic. Damn. Um, Well, uh, you know, and also you can also listen to us through email. If you uh, email us at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. You can't do that. That's not possible. No, we'll, we'll, I'll link, I will, if you email me, I will e- email the, the email address. I will reply to you with the full That's WAV file. <laughs> with the full WAV, the WAV file for file? this. Yep. It will be an uncompressed WAV file and you will cry wow. because your computer... Actually, no, I'm going to send you the uncompressed MP4 file because I record this through OBS and it's like a gigabyte big. So you Jesus can have fun Christ. downloading that. Watchers who want Ollie, to watch a do black screen. Yeah, don't do digital drugs. Yeah, stop doing drugs, Ollie. Stay do in NFTs. <laughs> 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 All right, anyway. Don't do drugs, do NFTs. Ah! I'm, I'm actually going to censor that bit of the podcast. All right, anyway, <laughs> we're going off the rails, guys. All right, we'll see you, see you in the, the next episode. Yeah. See you in a couple of weeks, guys. Nice messing, everybody. Bye.